T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Here's a good idea. Have a point. It makes it so much more interesting for the listener. Under pressure. Boy, are you are Matt Pajeski, board operator extraordinaire. How did you know? How did you know that we're going to talk about stress? How did you know that? I started getting stressed myself. I could feel it in the in the room. <laughs> no, that's just the light shining off my bald head. That's what that is. It was, oh, that's, that's not, what that was. That's not stress. That's just blinding light is what that is. Oh, next I can play Blinded by the Light by Blind, uh, Manfred Mann. Blinded by the Light. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a song. I was like a, I was really young when that when that song came out and not just young in name only. Hey, Brad Young sitting in at your service tonight and Matt, keep keep that microphone up there because one of the things I want to mention, of course, if you want to listen to us at all times, you can download the Odyssey dot the Odyssey app so you can listen to KMOX anywhere that you go. And also uh, during Cardinal baseball, I've been listening to 98.7 as I'm driving around town because it sounds amazing. So make sure that you check that out as well. But the, the question that I have, and I've got a poll here about stress. Do you think we're under more, are you personally under more stress today than you were, say, a year ago? And not just because you got to put up with my baloney, but taking <laughs> oh, wow. me out of the equation, generally speaking. I would say yes. Last year, I, I was working here. I wasn't full-time yet, though, so I was just working part-time hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, I'm, I'm under a little more stress as to moving out of the house, uh, you know, finding a place to live, working more than 40 hours a week, that kind of stress. I, I didn't have all that last year. Okay, fair enough. Great examples. How about friends of yours? Not that you're the spokesperson uh, for the 20-somethings, but generally speaking, do you find that your friends are under more stress than they used to be? I think so. Um, in the past year, we've all graduated college and we're moving up in the world and getting the adult jobs and, again, trying to trying to find our own independent living situations of these are like, you know, big decisions that we have to make and we're all still pretty young. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it is a lot of stress. So I would say so. I would say the same thing for my friends. It, it is. I know I've got uh, my youngest daughter is a sophomore at Mizzou and I love it when she tells me, I'm dad, I'm an adult now. Cause I'm like, well, wait a minute. Do you pay any of your own <laughs> bills? No. Who provides every morsel of food that goes in your mouth? I do. Who provides the shelter over your head at night? I do. Um, do you have to spend, do you have any cares 
about any of the spending that you have to use or spending money that you need? No. I mean, all those reasons, you're not an adult, okay? Yeah. <laughs> but you're, you know, breaking into that, and I can see where that would certainly be stressful. Well, a poll came out today, and that three in four Americans would do, and I'm quoting, nearly anything, unquote, to have a single stress-free day. Three-fourths of Americans would do nearly anything to have a single stress-free day. Do you think that's a little extreme? I think so, because you already get two, and it's called Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, I mean, unless these people have some crazy lifestyle that I don't know about, but Saturday and Sunday, that's that's the whole point of the that's weekend. That's the chill day. I mean, yeah. Those yeah. are chill days. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, what's also interesting in this poll is that uh, 28% of respondents said that they would they would give up an entire paycheck to have a single stress-free day. And 26% said, and we don't know for what duration, but said they would even give up sex if it meant having a stress-free day. Is, is everyone taking the stress thing a little too far, do you think? Yeah, I think so. I, I think you'd be under more stress if you found out you didn't have a paycheck for a month. That, <laughs> exactly. I don't get that. Exactly. So so the, the thing that you're giving up is the very thing that should, at least in theory, help reduce your stress. Yeah. Ah, this is so frustrating. I, I just wonder if COVID has anything. We've, we've been stuck in our houses and... You know, my again, I mentioned my daughter. She her senior year, she was in the basement going to school uh, virtually on a, on my laptop computer. So I just wonder if 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 COVID has made us all wonky, so that we're we're not capable of dealing with the same levels of stress that we used to deal with. I, I can see that. You know, we were away from school, away from work for so long. It's we didn't have to deal with the stress face-to-face mm-hmm. or in person. We can kind of just log on online, hop on a Zoom call, and if we were under stress, you couldn't really tell through the phone, you know, through the through the Zoom camera. You couldn't really exactly. tell. Now we're back in the office, back at school in person. It's like it's that rude awakening, that reawakening that it's back to normal again. Right. And, and like some of the kids in my daughter's senior class, they would literally attend school on via Zoom, but they would lie in bed. And they would turn the phone on. Have you heard of this? I mean, I was a little guilty of that myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know, but but yeah. So, oh, yeah. let me let me see what the stress is. Oh, I've got to get out of bed in the morning. <laughs> I can't lay in bed and turn on my camera on my phone and catch a few more Z's and get credit for appearing at class. Oh, I'm very sorry. Oh my goodness, kids, how are you dealing with the stress? You have to actually get out of bed. How do you handle it all? Oh. I don't know how you get it. I don't know how you do it. Uh, but I want to open the phone lines up. And of course, we've got more stories to go through. But are you feeling more stressed today than you were a year ago, two years ago? Think about before the pandemic. Do you have more stress today? And if so, why is that? And finally, what I'd really like to know is what, if anything, would you give up? Would you trade or pay to have a stress free day? 314-436-7900. Call or text. We do have some texts coming in. Uh, I've got some folks. One folk, one person texted in and said, I'm under more financial stress. Okay, I get that. I fully understand that. Uh, and, but a lot of folks are just under stress because I think they're not coping with the same levels of stress that they used to have, but they're not coping as well now as they were then 
What do you think? Phone lines, text lines are open at your service. We're going to take a break, but don't go away. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's, I have a lot of fun talking to friends of mine who are progressives. I enjoy it. I don't argue. I don't, you know, call names. I never do any of that. Just like I don't do that on the air. But I love it because it's fun. And let me tell you, and I know I must have a perverted sense of fun, but let me give you a great example. And then I've got a a story to talk about. And that's this. I've had this conversation dozens of times because people know Listen, they know I'm a conservative. They know I'm on Camel X. So the, I, a lot of my left friends like to come up and throw these questions at me. And this is the one that I get over and over and over again. Brad, how can you stand to call yourself a Republican when Donald Trump refuses to concede the election? And so it's a legitimate question, and I let them Talk about, you know, the the latest story that they've read on Mother Jones or the latest thing that they heard on MSNBC, and they tell me about it. And then I ask a question, because you learn so much more in life by asking questions than you do by engaging in arguments. And so this is the question that I ask. Again, I've done this dozens and dozens of times. My question is this. So you think that if someone denies the legitimacy of the outcome of an election, they must be crazy. Is that what you're telling me? And every time the answer is yes, yes. If you deny the outcome of an election, then then you're crazy. And then I followed up with this. So if a person, because you think Donald Trump should not be president again, so because he's questioning the legitimacy of the 2020 election, if someone questions the legitimacy of the outcome of an election, you think that that person should be ineligible for public office. Is that what you think? Yep, yep, that's exactly what I think, Brad. You nailed it. You understand me. You know exactly what I'm talking about. And then I pop the question, and I actually this is more of an answer. I say, well, it's interesting because 
Hillary Clinton denied that 2016 was a legitimate election. Stacey Abrams in Georgia denied that 2018 was a legitimate election and that they should have won and that the election was stolen. So by your very statement, are you telling me then that Hillary Clinton and Stacey Abrams are ineligible for office? Like, oh, then, 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 then the fireworks start. Okay. I love that. That is so much fun. I got to tell you, I just, I get, I get like excited when I get that question because I know where it's going to go. I know exactly how the conversation's going to go and how it's going to end. And it's fun every single time. But, but just recently I had someone say, well, I, Brad, I don't believe you. I don't think that 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 Hillary Clinton ever said that the 2016 election that she it was stolen that it was illegitimate. I don't think Stacey Abrams ever said that. Why do I bring this up? Because just recently YouTube and I say recently, I mean yesterday, YouTube has done what's called demonetize. What does that mean? It means you don't kick them off of YouTube, but you eliminate their ability to make money with ads and clicks on YouTube. That's called demonetizing. So YouTube has demonetized this video that was put together by a former Rolling Stone magazine, you know, that bastion of conservatism, Rolling Stone magazine. Uh, This guy's name is Matt uh, Taibbi. And he put together, and basically this video, and and it's seven minutes long. So I I don't want to play seven minutes. So I just took 60 seconds or so of this video because this is a collection, an amalgamation of all of these liberals that you know. And on this video clip, and of course you're only going to hear the audio, but you're going to hear Hillary Clinton, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, the current White House press secretary, Corrine Jean-Pierre, uh, Rob Reiner, Tom Arnold, among many, many others. Here is how they have categorized the 2016 election. Stolen. He's an illegitimate president. He's an illegitimate president. You know, pretending to be president. Why do you think the president is going to such great lengths to essentially prove that he beat you? Because he didn't. One third of Clinton supporters say Trump election is not legitimate. I think he's an illegitimate president that didn't really win. You are absolutely right. You can run the best campaign. You can even become the nominee and you can have the election stolen from you. The 2016 election was stolen. Got a nicer way to say that? Say Russia hacked the election. Russia hacked our election. Russia hacked our election. A little louder, please. Russia hacked our election. That was a 9-11 scale event. This was a kind of cyber 9-11. American cyber 9-11. Yes. Russia hacked our election. Russia, you know, of course, hacked our election here. Half of Clinton's voters believe the conspiracy theory that Russia hacked election day votes. We know that they were into voting rolls actual interference with the elections themselves. We know it happened. Despite no credible evidence, 67% of Democrats believe Russia tampered with vote tallies. So here, here, this is, let me set the record straight, all right, just so there's no confusion where I'm coming from. The 2016 election was legitimate. Donald Trump won under the Electoral College. Hillary Clinton lost. Fast forward four years. Joe Biden won the 2020 election in the Electoral College. Donald Trump lost. Okay, so I'm not being inconsistent here. I'm saying both elections were fair and legitimate. But why is it from the left 
that only that you can challenge and deny the legitimacy of the 2016 election. And that's fine and dandy and that's uh, acceptable and it shows your intellectual acumen if you challenge the 2016 election. But, oh, my goodness, if you have the audacity to repeat the lies about the 2020 election, why, you should not be on YouTube. You should be kicked off of social media. You should not be listened to by anyone for any reason in any way, shape, form, or manner. Why is there a difference? To me, it's all the same. If you're denying the outcome of these elections, that's an illegitimate and non-fact-based claim. Whether it's 2016, whether it's 2020, or whether it's 2024, it simply doesn't matter. Scott's been holding for a while. Hey, Scott, welcome to KMOX. Yeah, hi. Um, thanks for uh, taking my call. I, I just have – I take issue with the general – statement that you know people are um presenting that donald trump should not run for re-election because he's challenging election to make him crazy it's it's not even that it doesn't it doesn't matter what he says it's his actions he's a criminal you know it it's a fact he's a criminal he's got so many investigations going on this man should not be eligible to run for any public office and that's the point. Well, Scott, you Thank know, you. Uh, listen, you're going to think I'm going to disagree with you, and I'm only going to slightly disagree with you. Uh, he is certainly an alleged criminal. I will give you that. But he hasn't been convicted of anything. Uh, listen, I never voted for Donald Trump, not once. And I am not I'm as I'm as strong of a conservative as you will ever find. Uh, and I'm not a big fan of Donald Trump. But what I what I don't like is these nonsensical attacks that people make against him. We haven't got the entire January 6th commission that's saying he is not eligible to run for president uh, because he incited a riot, which I, he did not do, but he incited a riot on January 6th. But at least your position, Scott, is legitimate that he's not qualified to be president, and I can respect that. Well, thank you. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. All right. Feedback. Thank you for calling in. Appreciate that. Take care. At least Scott articulates a fact-based argument. Donald Trump is not uh, fit to be president. And that's something that you can debate in the, in the sphere of public debate. You can talk about it. You can have a discussion about it. But what I don't like are these arguments that you throw up that are, that are okay. What's the phrase? Good for the goose is good for the gander. So if you're saying that if the 20... 20 election, if you challenge the legitimacy of the 2020 election, you can't run for president, then why is it that you can do the same in 2016? That is completely nonsensical, and I'm glad that at least Scott recognizes that. Hey, I've got a couple of other stories that I desperately want to get to, but we need to go to a massive profit center break here. So we'll be, we'll be right back after this on X. Don't go away. had a caller uh, call in, didn't want to hold and go on the air, but it was uh, Michael from University City. And his point, and I'd like to address it, his point was, well, the difference is, of course, we're talking about denying the uh, outcome of the election. He said the difference is, is that Hillary, within a couple, within two days, 48 hours, conceded the election. 
Well, I will grant you that she said that in a speech, but it was after that 48 hours. And, and you heard her in the audio that I played, and I've got minutes and minutes and minutes and minutes of her saying the same thing in different forums where she said the election was stolen, that Russians stole the election. And that was after, after she conceded, so-called conceded the election. So even to this day, she says the election was stolen by Russians to this day. And the current White House press secretary, <clears throat> excuse me, her name is Corrine Jean-Pierre. She was confronted about this uh, by Peter Ducey from Fox News recently because she had posted repeatedly after that 48 hours when Hillary conceded, the current White House press secretary tweeted consistently and repeatedly that Russia stole the election and the outcome was not legitimate and the election outcome was stolen. So I don't think that that concession speech by Hillary really proves anything because her actions and statements following that so-called concession speech shows that in her heart of hearts, she still believed the election was stolen. Now, here's the thing that my, my wife was in advertising for more than 20 years. She placed ad buys worth hundreds of thousands of dollars, and she controlled advertising accounts worth millions of dollars a year, just to give you that as a background. And I remember my wife laughing at the notion that a $100,000 buy on Facebook, which is not a lot of ads and doesn't cover a lot of area, that a one a mere $100,000 ad buy could accomplish anything, much less overthrowing the outcome of a nationwide election. And she was astounded by that because advertisers spend millions and millions of dollars to try to impact our buying habits and what we do at the store and products and services that we use. But to throw the outcome of the election and look, look at, here's a better way of looking at it. Look at how much politicians spend on TV advertising. I mean, we're seeing it now. You can't watch local television without seeing just nothing but block-to-block ads for candidates. And they're spending millions of dollars for those ads. How could a $100,000 ad buy targeted just to folks on Facebook change the outcome of a nationwide election? It's preposterous. It could never happen. In fact, not only could it never happen, it didn't happen. And likewise, <clears throat> likewise, there was no grand scheme where software uh, took the election and stole the election from Donald Trump. I know I may be angering some Donald Trump supporters when I say that, but it's true. And I said that literally uh, after January 6th. I said it in November and December of January uh, in 2020 and January 2021 that he lost the election. That's the outcome. It wasn't hoodwinked by the software developer who did the software for the voting machines. It never happened. Now, was there voting irregularities? Of course there were. There's voting irregularities in every election, but it doesn't necessarily change the outcome of the election. And that is what we have to keep in mind. So, uh, again, here's another example. Here's just another quick example. And this is in a different arena, but it's the same idea. You remember 
a few years ago when Georgia changed their voting law. I believe it was in 2018. And they changed the way they vote. You have to show a voter ID and you have to be a registered voter and you can't just register to vote when you show up at the ballot box. And President Biden went out and said, this is outrageous. He wasn't president at the time, but he said, this is outrageous. This is against the law. You can't do that. Called it Jim Crow law and said it would be overturned. And even Major League Baseball, and I talked a lot about this here on Camo X, Major League Baseball decided to punish Georgia by moving the All-Star game from Atlanta to Colorado because they were going to punish Georgia for enacting an unconstitutional law. And I always thought that was ironic because in Atlanta, by keeping the uh, the All-Star game in Atlanta, there would be a lot of minority-owned businesses in Atlanta who would have benefited from the All-Star game being in Atlanta. But by moving it to the Denver area, you were really helping a disproportionate number of wealthy white individuals instead of helping lower-income minorities if they just would have left it in Atlanta to begin with, which I thought was extremely ironic. But at the end of the day, the courts last week found that the Georgia law was 100% constitutional. And I'm sure you're thinking right now, oh, well, it was probably some Trump-appointed judge who rendered that decision. (laughs) No, it wasn't. This is what makes it so sweet. It was an Obama appointee who heard the challenge. U.S. District Court Judge Steve Jones, an Obama appointee, found the Georgia voting law to be constitutional. Now, where are the apologies? I'm, I'm listening right now for the apologies from Major League Baseball for moving the All-Star game for no reason. Whenever they said, oh, in, in 2018 or 2019, whenever it was, that that law was unconstitutional, where's the apology coming from Major League Baseball? I'm not hearing it. Where's the apology from President Biden who said, oh, this is blatantly unconstitutional. This is a Jim Crow law. Where, where's the apology coming from President Biden? Again, I'm not hearing it. Now, I know I played I played in a lot of bands when I was a kid. I had hair down to my shoulders, and I played in a rock band. And I know right now Matt Pajeski's like, no, this bald lawyer did not play drums in a rock band. No way. But I did, and I got the pictures to prove it. But back, but back then, I did a lot of damage to my hearing. So maybe it's just that I can't hear the the Biden uh, the Biden administration or Major League Baseball apologizing for mischaracterizing the Georgia law as unconstitutional when in fact it's completely constitutional. Maybe I just I'm, I'm not hearing it, um, but I don't think that that is the case. But to me, I still think that this fits in with the same idea of denying the election. These folks denied the legitimacy of a law because they were trying to push an agenda. And now that the law has been has been found to be valid, we're just, you know, we're going to forget about that. We're going to move along. Just like our current White House press secretary who doesn't want to admit that she stated repeatedly on social media, which is there for all the world to see, that the 2016 election was stolen, that the Russians hijacked the election, and that Hillary Clinton should have been president. 
But now, you know, that's in the past. We just don't want to talk about it. And, of course, course they don't want to talk about it uh, because they're wrong. Speaking of wrong, now I want to bring back on here with Matt Pajeski. You and I have talked before about this idea of bringing woolly mammoths back to life through genetic engineering, right? Yep. And what did I tell you, if you remember, what did I tell you that my biggest concern about that is? Uh, you don't remember? I, don't, I mean, was it like a Jurassic Park-like well, scenario? Well, yeah, it is. But I'm just thinking that, 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 the, that the contest, if we ever do this, the contest is going to be which dude from Texas can kill a woolly mammoth and put it on the barbecue grill yeah. and eat it, right? Mm-hmm. But doesn't this sound like a bad idea? Because this story just came out today. That there's this company called, um, uh, let's see, I'm, I'm reaching for the name, Colossal Biosciences, that's working on genetic engineering to bring a woolly mammoth back to life. And their major funder, the person, not the person, but the entity that's providing them with the most money to develop this science is the CIA. Oh, Now, just on a visceral level, doesn't it bother you that the CIA is trying to to uh un to, to bring woolly mammoths that are extinct back to life. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like like the plot for all these movies. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That they're gonna bring they're gonna develop this technology and then they're gonna make super soldiers out of it or something. Yeah. I mean could you see a movie like this? I, I hope mammoths aren't carnivorous. I don't think they are. <laughs> I don't know if the new ones will be though. Hope not. Or maybe the CIA is going to develop it so we could have, like, giant woolly mammoths that could march through battle like battle tanks. I'd be okay with that. That'd be pretty cool. You know, smashing tanks. Ukrainians could use giant woolly mammoths just to to go through and stomp on the fleeing Russian soldiers. I'd be okay Uh, with that. Now, that would be cool. (laughs) But you're so right. That would be the plot of a movie that the CIA develops this technology and then somehow weaponizes it. And then, of course, it's got to go wrong, right? Because just like in every Jurassic Park movie, we spend so much time figuring out if we could that we don't stop to figure out if we should. Right. Said James or said uh, uh, Jeff, Jeff Goldblum. Goldblum. Yeah, exactly. But uh, as soon as I saw that, I thought, you know, I know that I've seen a movie like this on the Sci-Fi Channel, like about two in the morning when I can't sleep. And they're really bad. They're with the huge, bad special effects. They're so fun. Oh, but they are. And, you know, they just look ridiculous and absurd and kind of like that show La Brea. Have you watched the show La Brea on no. NBC? Mm-mm. I think the plot is <clears throat> that the La Brea tar pits in California collapse and it releases all of these prehistoric animals that are under the ground and they all come up and now it turns modern day Los Angeles into a a, uh, a, a battleground of now of formerly extinct creatures. The next Jurassic Park movie, I'm confident it's going to be a documentary. It's not going to be a, a fictional movie. It's, oh, really? It's just, going to be a documentary. Documentary. Yeah. This is what we've done. Yeah. And this is what we did wrong. Yeah. That you're, you're probably not too, not too wrong on that. Uh, but you know what? Uh, what I'm not wrong about is we have to take a break. I'm not wrong about that. So when we come back, we've got one more segment. We're going to go through three one four four three six seventy nine hundred. Would love to hear your thoughts this evening. At your service. Don't go away. into the last segment of the show here on At Your Service. Thanks for staying up late with us. We appreciate it and glad you are here. And I'm glad that Art is here. Art's been 
hanging on the phone during the break. Hey, Art, welcome to KMOX. Well, thank you for taking my call. I appreciate it greatly. Um, listening to the whole thing, I, you know, I like the part where you said that, uh, you know, Trump has not been convicted of anything. There were many other political um, people in the political arena that have been charged with many things, have been accused of many things. And we are to the point where our country is, we are innocent until proven guilty. Exactly. I like, you know, and, and that's extremely important. Uh, another thing, and again, I'm not sure if I can talk about this particular movie that is out uh, or has been out. Uh, it's called 2,000 Mules. Yes, I actually, <clears throat> excuse me, I tried to watch it, uh, and I signed up to watch it, and there was some kind of a problem, and I haven't seen it yet, and I've requested it from the library. So I'm very familiar with 2,000 Mules. I just haven't, I want it, full disclosure, I haven't seen it yet. Well, I've actually, I saw it in, when it was in the theater. Uh, we actually paid, went, and sat down, saw it. It's an interesting version of what went on, or what possibly went on. I'm not going to say it did go on. I wasn't there. I don't know. If what is purported in that movie actually happened, there was enough hijinks that went on that could have changed and completely tainted and done the election in a different manner through the Electoral College. It was in states that were very marginal one way or the other, that were so close that it wasn't funny. Um, That's part of the reason that the laws uh, were changed in Georgia in, as you were talking about, in 18, because of what happened in it. When you get a chance, look at the movie. Now, again, uh, Dinesh D'Souza did the movie. I do not know what I saw on the picture, if it was true, if it was not reenacted, if it was not Mm -hmm. uh, falsified in some way, is disturbing. Well, and, and I, I do I do want to see it, Art. Here's And I like Dinesh D'Souza. I've read many of his books. I've watched many of his documentaries. I will tell you that, generally speaking, I'm a fan of Dinesh D'Souza. Having sure. said that, I'm an attorney, and I know there have mm-hmm. been so many legal challenges. And uh, I, I tried four cases in the month of September. I was very busy. I was so busy at my day job, I couldn't <laughs> be here on KMOX. But I'm telling you that to say, if I try to bring in evidence into court that is inadmissible and doesn't meet the standards of authenticity, that evidence is Mm -hmm. excluded. And I know that the information in 2000 Mules, and I'm not, because I haven't seen it, so I'm not blanketly making the statement. But, But if that information in that movie were, in fact, legitimate and verifiable, it would have been brought to court. It would have been introduced as evidence in any of the hundreds of legal challenges following the 2020 election. And it simply was not. And so watching watching a documentary, I think, is insufficient to determine whether it's legitimate or not until it's used in court where the authenticity of the evidence is challenged. Okay. Does that make sense? Uh, I 
completely understand that and agree with you. Now, the only thing I, and you'll have to excuse me, my headset went dead, so I was That's okay. uh, switching over to a phone. Uh, at the same time, if the election had been tampered with by Russians or anybody else uh, in 2016, you would have thought that there would have been screaming and all that, but there was nothing that was even brought out. With all of the uh, different filmmakers and all that, there were nothing. There was nothing that I ever saw. Now, again, I'm not saying that I watch everything that is out there uh, on PBS and uh, uh, and other channels. Though I try to be broad in what I do watch, as do I. That I never saw anything that was even other than people jumping up and down. Some people. Right. Jumping up and down and screaming, Russian did it, Russia did it, Russia did it, they changed this, they did this, they did that. Uh, and I also truly believe that I don't that our constitution does not have any mechanism in it. That our founding fathers had no couldn't even fathom where we are at where we would be at today, uh two hundred and some odd years ago when when the, uh, when the Constitution and, and everything was written, that there was no mechanism in there to even approach it from that point. Well, you're exactly right. And Art, there, there's, it, uh... well, actually, there, there's going to be a Supreme Court case this term that's going to be dealing with this issue. It's called Moore versus Harper. And in Moore versus Harper, it's going to be argued at the Supreme Court this year. And in that case, it's the, the court is going to determine whether who whether it's the state legislature or judges or local officials that make the determination as to the voting rules. And that's going to the Supreme Court this year. So we're going to get some clarification from the Supremes on <clears throat> which entity is supposed to decide how our elections are held and how they're processed and how the voting occurs. We're going to get some clarification, but you're right. Your point is the framers did not include any sort of a mechanism for challenging the outcome of an election because, frankly, I agree with you, they didn't envision that any sort of of a challenge would ever be necessary. Well, I'm sure that there's been things from... Hey, Art, I'm going to have to let you go because we're coming up on a hard break, my friend. But I appreciate you calling in, and uh, thanks for listening to KMOX. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it taking my call tonight. Have a great evening. You too, sir. Uh, yeah, this Moore versus Harper. How many times have we heard that judges keep the election, the the the, uh, the election booths open for an extra three hours to allow voting? All of that's going to be decided by the Supreme Court this year. Hey, we've got lots of stuff coming up in the weeks to come. Hopefully, I won't take another one-month vacation from X. So I should be with you next week, breaking down all of the news of the day, talking about legal issues, constitutional issues, and how they impact you. And stick around. We've got the best of Dave Glover coming up at 10 o'clock here on X. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.